Welcome back to Boozy Bracketology, home of strong drinks, strong opinions, and crowning champions. Tonight, we are going to crown our champion in the action portion of the best 80s movie bracket. I am your host, I am Marissa, and let's meet our panelists, if you haven't caught up with the previous episode. Brian, how are you doing tonight? I am doing very well. I'm still doing well, just as well as I was last time. So we're we're going to make some really tough decisions tonight. So for that reason, uh, I dipped right back in. I've got one more to go here. This is from the Lakefront Brewery. This is my last uh, barrel-aged Imperial Raspberry Vanilla Ale. <laughs> and this is still... Yeah, very, very strong raspberry. It, it, it's almost perfumey, but after you've had a couple, you don't care anymore. That was a great bottle pop, by the way. <sighs> Thank you. Let's head on over to my neck of the woods. Chris, how are you? Uh, Marissa, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's a little late for me, so I, I decided I was going to stop drinking about an hour ago. So You stopped drinking? Well, <laughs> I, I finished my last glass. I'm going to do a new one. <laughs> That's more like it. <laughs> this is one of my favorite bottles. Uh, y'all are going to laugh all you want. I don't care. Uh, this here is from the St. Pete Distillery here in, uh, obviously, St. Petersburg, Florida. This is called Tipplers Reserve. This is a bottle you can only get at their actual distillery or if you catch them alive in person. Uh, Tipplers, this particular, is a blend of their orange liqueur and their house-made bourbon. It is a delightful drink that clocks in at about 70 proof. Yeah, exactly. A 70 proof. Um, it's a good mixer. If you want to have like a creamsicle, I'm drinking it straight. I love this. I love this. It's one of my favorite drinks. I can't wait to buy another bottle. Chris, always with the fun picks. Let's check in with Michael. Uh, speaking of fun picks, you would think from some of mine in the last round that I was drinking uh, quite heavily, but no, it's just boring old water. So I have no excuses. Uh, let's make some more bad decisions. You know, there's a reason why we're known for strong opinions. <laughs> speaking of, Stephen, how are you doing? Oh, I'm hanging in there. It's getting late, so I'm going to have to amp it up. No more frou-frou, you know, strawberries and cream. That right there, ladies and gentlemen, is the sound of pure Mountain Dew. I'm going for the hard stuff. Going straight for the caffeine to the veins. And to wrap this up, we're bringing it on over to John. How are you, John? Got anything fun in your glass? Uh, I'm doing well, and uh, I've already had my one drink for tonight. So I am currently drinking a vintage 2023 Glacier Cherry Gatorade Zero. Ooh. Fancy. Which is the only Gatorade I will drink. Fuck the Gators. Go dogs. <laughs> cheers to that. Oh, well, not cheers to that. Sorry. Back-to-back <laughs> national champs, baby. I am also boring tonight. I have a liquid death mountain water to wrap this portion up. Let's go ahead and get right on into it. Your first matchup of your Elite Eight is Aliens taking on the Living Daylights. Brian. 
So if you listened to the previous episode, you heard us all kind of rip on. <sighs> Stephen said that Timothy Dalton is the best of the Bonds, and I'm not going to disagree with that. Um, but when it comes to virtually, really, I don't, I don't know that there is a Bond movie that can possibly hold up to the masterpiece that is Aliens. Uh, this is a no-brainer, instant pick. Goodbye, Dalton. Sorry, pal. You're gone. It's Aliens. Aliens take the lead. Chris? The best thing that happened in this bracket was it forced me to go back and watch the in, the Indiana Jones. There you go. Although I did go back and watch those two. Not because I needed to, but because they're that good. It forced me to go back and watch uh, the versions of uh, James Bond that had Timothy Dalton. I had seen the Connerys, I'd seen the Moors, and quite frankly, after the Moors, I was kind of done. Then I checked back in for Goldeneye, and I checked out after Goldeneye. I, I don't think Stephen's wrong. I think Stephen's actually right. I, I do think he's the best Bond that I've seen. I think it's a more realistic Bond, um, although I do really enjoy Daniel Craig's interpretation of Bond, but those are drastically different movies. All that to say, please, this is freaking Aliens. Alien picks up another point. Michael. Uh, hi, I'm Michael. I have a confession to make. Uh, I'm the uh, douchebag that picked uh, Roadhouse over Aliens in the first round, and I still stand by that. Uh, but I'd like all of our listeners to know that I have stopped smoking crack. Uh, my my guy is, is out for the night. Uh, I've done all I can do. And uh, yeah, Aliens is a far superior movie to The Living Daylights, if anyone didn't know. So let's just move right along. Aliens will be moving on, but we still need to hear from Stephen and John. Stephen. Yeah, Aliens gets a vote, but more importantly, ladies and gentlemen, the official stance of the Boozy Bracketology podcast, the best James Bond, Timmy D! It came true! Finally! Victory! <laughs> Bro, your wife is asleep. Don't wake up the wives. You do that not want my wife. Anyone. John, will it be a sweep? Uh, yeah, yeah, it will. Uh, but more importantly, uh, Pierce Brosnan was the best Bond. Pretty Boy Pierce, you're bringing Pretty Boy Pierce into this, really? Hot yeah, takes. Of course, I am. The only movie out of any of the Bond films I can even stomach watching is Goldeneye. <laughs> wow, that Ooh. is a hot take. Pistols at dawn. <laughs> <laughs> Our next matchup is Escape from New York. Versus Top Gun, Chris. Why? Why me? Why do I have to go first with two movies I genuinely love? Ugh. And like, I don't use the word, I, I, I use the word love a lot. Like, I love my wife, I love my daughter, and I love Top Gun, and I love Escape from New York. All in drastically different ways. Um. I think the 80s is, is possibly the best decade for film of all time, which is why we started in the 80s. There is not a decade of movies that influenced me more than the 80s. And both of these movies influenced me pretty well because I love them both. They are endlessly rewatchable films. <sighs> and if I want to see a remake or a continuation of one of them, even after seeing Top Gun Maverick, I would have much rather see a version of Escape from New York. 
But damn it, if Top Gun doesn't just hold up so much better. It holds up, y'all. It's it's still a, a, a wonderful, wonderful film. One of my favorite pieces of trivia is that uh, the Chinese military tried to pass off footage from Top Gun as proof of its uh, military training missions, but neither here nor there. Uh, yep, with zero seconds left, I'd begrudgingly lock in my vote for Top Gun. Top Gun picks a point. Michael. The last time I checked, and it's been a while, so I may have to go back, but the last time I checked, Escape from New York got no seminal love song from Berlin called Take My Breath Away. And they certainly didn't have a young genius by the name of Kenneth Muriel Loggins write Danger Zone specifically for them. I don't know that Muriel is his middle name. Don't look that up. Uh, it's, it's Top Gun. <laughs> Top Gun, taking the lead. Steven. Yeah. I, as much as I do love Escape from New York, it's it, it's not Top Gun. Top Gun is a 70s movie. I didn't vote for it in the first round, and I did vote for Escape from New York, but perplexingly, I am voting for Top Gun here. Top Gun is going to be moving on, but we we have to know what John and Brian have to say. Uh, so I need to make a correction uh, to Michael. Uh, Kenny Loggins did not write the song Danger Zone. Uh, it was written by Giorgio Moroto and Tom Whitlock specifically for the film. And then he auditioned and got the part of it, which is also how he got his other song in uh, playing with the boys into the yeah. film. That being said, nobody does not associate that song with Kenny Loggins. So you were right. Um, yeah, we absolutely got it right. It's Top Gun. Brian? Not only have I seen Top Gun like orders of like exponentially orders more times that I've seen Top Gun over Escape from New York, but I have played the Top Gun video game on the ColecoVision, trying to land that jet fighter on that freaking aircraft carrier. My God, that postage stamp you got to land on. It sucked, but I loved it because you still had the music. And yeah, it's it's the quintessential uh, 80s action movie. Well, it's one of because there's three other ones that it's going to be going up against that we're going to have to have some hard conversations about, but it's Top Gun. Top Gun takes a sweep. Our next matchup is Young Guns versus Predator. Michael. Uh, why waste time on this? Young Guns, you had a nice run. Uh, this is Predator all day, every day, slashing some young dudes' throats, uh, blood in the jungle. As Guns and Roses would say, welcome to the jungle, bitches, Predator. Steven. Oh, does Steven get bit by the mute bug? Is that our first mute bug bite of the day? Oh, it's Steven. always Steven with the mute it's bug. always Steven. Last I heard Mike was talking, I got hit by the lag bug is what I got hit by. Is it up to me? Uh, it is. Uh-huh. All right, fine. I have no clue what the previous person voted, so this will be interesting. Um, it doesn't matter, though, all right? Because uh, the only good thing about this match is the term um young guns versus predator because now i get to envision Emilio west of his having his skull ripped out of him by a predator so there you go predator gets the vote (laughs) 
John. <laughs> um, th- there's no mystery here. The they're both, you know, they're both good films. Young Guns is is fine, and I, you know, I re- every so often find myself shouting, "Regulators, mount up!" Even though it's, even though it, it kind of relates to the film, but not really. Um, but it is clearly Predator. Brian. Um, I championed Young Guns the first time through, and I did so knowing, well, well, no, I, I actually didn't expect Young Guns to even make it this far, so I'm very happy it did. I love that movie. Uh, I can quote it all day, but it's up against Predator, and just like you would expect, those Young Guns were awesome. Chavez, E. Chavez might be the only one to get out alive just because of he has some sort of a thing going on. Uh, but yeah, no, it's Predator and it's not even close. Chris, you going to sweep Young Guns right on out of here? To quote my favorite Patrick Swayze movie, Ditto. <laughs> That's our third. Sweep of the night. Will it be four? Your last matchup is Die Hard versus They Live. Steven. Yeah, this is the only one that I will genuinely consider a tough matchup at all. Um, and I said that, and then I realized one of these was Die Hard. So, no, just throw what I first said out the window. I mean, They Live is a tremendously wonderful movie, and I, I love it. I love watching Roddy River just beat up the guy to make him wear the glasses just so he has to accept reality. It's a great little metaphor. It's a great little action beat. It doesn't beat Die Hard. Die Hard is an amazing movie. It's an amazing Christmas movie. It's an amazing action movie. It's an amazing 80s movie. It is fucking Die Hard. Die Hard gets the vote. Die Hard takes a lead. John. Uh... So, n- not at all to get personal, but I do wonder uh, how Stephen considers They Live to be a wonderful film because I found it to be boring. That being said, he absolutely got it right. It's fucking Die Hard. I mean, <laughs> I don't have much to add, add to it. It's Die Hard. Die Hard picks up another one. Brian. Hans! Um, yeah, They Live was very fun. I was not sad to see it win. I I voted against it, but I wasn't unhappy with that, with that decision. Um, this is absolutely a sweep for Die Hard because it is the best Christmas movie. I mean, action movie. (laughs) Chris. I said this last time we talked about They Live, but I'll say it again here because it echoes. These are two movies that have zero right to be as good as they are. There's no reason for either of these movies to be this good. And they're both really good, enjoyable films that the rewatchability standpoint, John, stop shaking your head no. The rewatchability standpoint on both these movies is high up there. But this bracket doesn't exist if Die Hard doesn't exist. Die Hard is one of my gateway films into the 80s. I fell in love with that movie. The first time I saw it, I watched that movie two or three times a year. I will watch all but Die Hard 5 whenever they're on TV. 
Die Hard gets my vote. Michael, you bring your broom? Oh, most most assuredly. Um, I, I will explain what makes Die Hard so great as it enters the next round. Uh, I will simply say that uh, for, for this round, let's talk about the greatness of Alan Rickman in what I believe is his first ever film role. Just killing it as the 80s iconic villain Hans Rickman. Hans Rickman, Hans Gruber, I'm getting confused. Uh, yeah, he falls off a building and you can't start Christmas without Hans Gruber falling off a building. Uh, Die Hard moves on. I believe you mean Bill Clayton, right? I, I do, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that is four sweeps in a row. Ooh. Your final four is Aliens versus Top Gun and Predator First, Die Hard. John. So I'm going to start off by saying I think that these are the four films that deserve to be in this slot. And it, it, in prepping for this, this is what I would have picked to be the four. Um, I have my opinions over which ones I think are better action films. I don't know that my opinion is going to be the prevalent one uh, for a lot of these. That being said, I will actually not be upset if any one of these four films does take the championship. But I will start off Aliens v. Top Gun. I love both these films. I rewatch both these films all the time. Uh, I've shown both these films to my children. Yes, even to my uh, then eight-year-old daughter. I showed her Aliens. And now she has a thing to watch horror films. She loves horror films. So I guess she's welcome. I don't know. Um, Something about jets has always just really encapsulated me, even though I actually hate to fly. (laughs) The idea of flying a jet, uh, you know, to quote going Mach 2 with my hair on fire actually just sounds like the best thing. This is one of the tougher ones for me. But in the end... I'm going to go Aliens. Aliens takes an early lead. Brian. Um, This is, I, John, you're right. This is the four movies that should be here. Um, so we have two choices to make for the final. And of the two choices, this was actually the easy one for me. Um, I like one of these movies. And I love one of these movies. And for me, I mean, both are quintessential 80s movies, but it's not a close choice for me. Um, The movie that absolutely deserves to go to the final here is Aliens. Aliens picks up another point. Chris? I find myself scared when I'm agreeing with John. Um, There is something about Jets that's absolutely amazing. They have a, a buffalo chicken pizza that's to die for. That Detroit deep dish you cannot mess with. That pizza is delicious. Oh, now I'm hungry. The fat guy in me and the fat guy outside of me, the fat guy in general is hungry, guys. This is real. And it's a, it's about snack o'clock on my watch. So there's not a wrong choice here. You guys said there's four solid movies. I, I disagree. I think there's three solid movies and one that I would have kind of moved out. But three out of four of my final four here, I'm not going to complain. Uh, with that being said, I've got to go aliens. 
I do. The Newt storyline hits me actually a little a little harder than the Goose storyline does in Top Gun from the emotional impact and the emotional resonance of just saving Newt. Despite what they did to Newt in Aliens 3, I will not forget you forgive you for that. Uh, was it Frank Darabont that did Aliens 3? Steven, help me. Who did Aliens 3? Uh, David Fincher? Uh, okay. Fincher. Uh, Fincher. Fincher. That was Fincher. It was Fincher, yeah. Fincher, yes. No, yeah, it's, it's Fincher. It's Fincher. Michael's right. I don't know why I thought Darabont. I will not forgive you for that, David Fincher. Probably not your fault, but still. Uh, Aliens is the better movie. And it sucks to say because I love Top Gun, but Aliens just gets my boat. Aliens will be moving on. But we will still want to hear Michael and Steven's thoughts. Michael? Uh, I'll I'll keep it short and sweet because it's already won. Uh, I, I agree with everything they said. Uh, Top Gun is a phenomenal 80s movie and probably – when you think 80s action picture, like Top, Top Gun is, is most prevalent in the head. But I, to me, Cameron is a better director than Ridley Scott and did a better job with this picture. Um, yes, I voted for it <laughs> against it in the first round, uh, probably stupidly. But uh, against Top Gun, yeah, I'll, I will pick Aliens. Hold on, hold on. I, I just now put this together. So Cameron did Aliens. Ridley Scott did Alien. And Tony Scott did Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Learning. I, I I knew all of that, but I never put it together. Holy crap. Tio. Uh. Steven. Uh. Yeah. Not on this dying. We can we can all just admit that uh, Top Gun has a major structure issue, and that Goose dies way too late in the movie. Uh. Because we're basically in the third act. By the time our hotshot hero has to try to be a hotshot hero again, like it just kills all momentum um it's built on the fucking charm that is absolutely oozing out of tom cruise in that movie that's why we love it um but narratively it just does not push itself forward like it should be doing when you get into that late in the movie uh because goose dies too late he needs to die at the beginning of the second act have him almost flunk out of top gun school and then come back and regain his confidence and yada 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 it's 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 a beautiful looking movie it's a very charming movie with some great action pieces, but it's not Aliens. Aliens is an amazing movie about a woman dealing with trauma by trying to rescue one small thing to end the horrors that dominate her dreams every night. That's what fucking Aliens is. Aliens is the way. Aliens is going to be moving on to your final question is, what will it be up against? We've got Predator versus Die Hard. Brian. I don't want to start this one. Too bad. Oh. Suck it up, Buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> I had that coming. Um, you got John McClane. You've got uh, Dutch. This is the movie that proved that Bruce Willis deserves to be an action hero. And one of the greatest Christmas movies ever made. You've got arguably Schwarzenegger's best action sci-fi flick. I, I love both of these movies. I quote both of these movies regularly. And 
choosing between them is, is feels very Sophie's choice here, not to throw back to the, what just dropped this week. <laughs> and I just listened to today, the, the, uh, the play in with Sophie's choice in it, but as much as it pains me, I got to pick one or the other and just barely edging it out. I got to go die hard. I wanted to see alien versus predator in the final, but I I'm going die hard. Die hard picks up a point. Chris. I don't want to see alien versus predator in the final because we all know that alien should and will smoke that ass. This is a movie that I really like versus a movie that I love. So this is not hard for me. Uh, I think Die Hard is a better put together film. Uh, I think the the acting alone in Die Hard. I think if you're looking at the acting chops of John McClane or John McClane, there you go, uh, Bruce Willis versus Arnold, it's not close. Um, he's a more relatable and believable frontman. He's a more relatable and believable hero. He's the hero that you want versus the hero that the '80s wanted to give you. I mean. Everyone, if I'm in if I'm in a burning building, I want someone who looks like Arnold coming for me. But realistically, someone who looks like Bruce Willis is coming for me. Specifically, that version of Bruce Willis who is somehow losing his hair at 28 years old, at 32 years old, however old he was. I related to that. Uh, the John McClane arc on my end is going to win this for me. I think he's a much better front man, much better leading man. Um, there is something very cool and interesting about like the apex predator on one species facing as the apex predator on another, but there's more relatability and more believability and more honestly, a lot more fun watching Die Hard. So I'm going Die Hard. Can John McClane take down the predator this early, Michael? Um, wow. Let's see. Um, yes, yes, he can. And for this round, I'll give you the reason of. John McTiernan's fantastic directing, of which he never equaled the high of Die Hard stylistically. Hunt for Red October is a decent-ish thriller, but doesn't come close to the style imitated here. There's a reason that every action movie beyond Die Hard became, Speed became Die Hard on a bus. Passenger 57 was Die Hard on a plane. There's a reason this is brought up as the 80s action movie beyond everything that's been mentioned so far, which we will get into in the next round when it advances. Um, I, I love Predator. I love all the excesses of it. Uh, I love all the cast of characters. You know, we haven't even talked about Carl Weathers and the, the giant guns of the high five, but no, this, is, this is easy for me. Die Hard. Die Hard is going to be moving on to your final but we know Stephen and John have something to say. Stephen? Yeah, I'm glad it's already decided because this one would have been a monster for me. Um, at the end, I really consider both of these to be almost perfect movies. Um, but one of them does have a flaw, and that's the very first shot in Predator when we see a spaceship going to Earth. Because I have always thought that if you eliminated that shot you would be 45 minutes in before you knew what this thing was that was hunting these people down. And that's a better reveal if you don't see that little spaceship shot. So on that, three seconds alone, I'm going to give it to Die Hard. John. Um, I'm not going to let 
Predator go out like a bitch. Um, it wouldn't have mattered. My vote would have gone for Predator over Die Hard anyway. Uh, not because I think Predator is a better movie. I think critically, Die Hard is definitely the better movie. But for nostalgia's sake, I watch Predator way more often. It's actually one of my go-to airplane movies if I got to be on a flight. I can it gets me to the flights because I hate flying. Um, and I'm not I'm not going to let her go out like that. So at least one vote for Predator. Predator not going out quietly, but also that's what alcohol is for. <laughs> on planes <laughs> I don't drink that often so also usually I have my children with me and it's not a good idea I, I, I'm with you John I hate flying I'll give you that one your final in the action portion of the best 80s movie bracket is Alien versus Die Hard hey trivia lovers want to get the pub trivia experience in an interactive way check out Liquid Courage Entertainment with a wide range of offerings online, LK has you covered, streaming a wide variety of trivia games on Twitch with one-of-a-kind formats like Tringo, Guestimate, Mega Sheep, and more. Or check out the World Trivia Federation. With 36 hours to answer each quiz and no obligation, the WTF is the perfect solution to scratch that trivia itch on your own time. Come see us at twitch.tv slash liquid underscore courage or check out patreon.com slash liquid courage to join the WTF for as little as $2 a month. That's liquid courage with a K. Innovative, interactive, intoxicating. And we're leading off with Chris. Pass. <laughs> Not an option. Don't be a bitch. Make a decision. <laughs> I can't because... Here's the issue. Here's the issue. If you ask me what the best action movie of all time is, it's Aliens. The best action movie of all time is Aliens. It's got the emotional center. It's got great set pieces. It's got believable gunfights. It's got a hero and a mission that you really ground yourself in and love. But if you ask me the movie I'm going to watch more, it is Die Hard by a Thousand. This is not an easy pick, and yet I knew putting this bracket together, I'm like, oh, thank God, these are on two different sides because it can come down to these two. And back of my head, I kind of always figure it's going to come down to Alien and Die Hard, Aliens and Die Hard. And I honestly don't know which one I'm going to pick, and I'm a little pissed off that I'm going first here because I wanted to hear everybody else go. At the end of the day, the more impressive film, I know, I got my countdown. Thank you, Marissa. At the end of the day, the more impressive film is the switch that one of these movies pulled. And it went from being a straight horror movie to a straight action movie in one film. Because Alien is no doubt 100% a horror film. And then Aliens is no doubt 100% an action opus. It's wonderful. I will watch Die Hard a lot more in my life than I'll watch Aliens. A lot of that will stem from the fact that my wife will watch Die Hard with me and will not watch Aliens with me. Aliens is the better movie. It gets my vote. Aliens takes the lead. Michael. So here's where I'm at. Um, I voted against Aliens in the first round. And I really regret that now, knowing how far it's come. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I look like a loser. Uh, with, with that said, I, I, I think like in the back of my mind, I knew this, I think we all knew this was gonna, this was gonna happen. This was the final and I have no issue 
with aliens should it win. A- absolutely, 100% get it. What you need to know about me is Die Hard is not only my favorite 80s action film, not only my favorite action film, it's my favorite film, period, end of sentence. It, it raised me growing up, and that probably says way too much about me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, everything, everything about Bruce Willis is, is, is relatable, and you just want it to be that hero who kind of steps in and saves Christmas for not only the people in Akatomi Plaza, but to get back to his children and to get back to the love of his life, not Bonnie Bedelia, Argyle. Shoot the glass car. <laughs> I wonder why. We're tied. Steven. Okay. Um, the best thing you could ever say about a work of art was that it pushed its genre forward. That from then on, you could say there was a time before this art existed and a time after this art existed. And both these films achieved it. It's why we refer to action movies as Die Hard in a Blank. And it's why science fiction can never again look like Forbidden Planet or even Star Wars at this point. Um, Because we push beyond it. And these are the films that pushed us there. It's the films that make these genres respectable. Um, Even the critics with their noses so high up, they're practically drowning in a rainstorm have to acknowledge these films. Um, So which one of these is better? Uh, The real answer is they're both so wonderful, they outdo the other. Um, But we're looking for the best action film. So if I want to go with action per minute on screen, Aliens, because that third act is just such a fucking nonstop roller coaster that you never get to catch your breath as soon as basically... Yeah, as soon as Ripley, or as soon as the aliens begin to storm that tunnel and they have to leave that little compound bunker, it doesn't stop. And that's what you want from an action movie. Aliens gets the vote. Lead goes back to aliens. John. This this one is the hardest choice out of all of them we've had. And... I'm glad that the hardest choice was the one that came down at the end. Um, I love both of these films. I rewatch both of these films fairly regularly, one more than the other. And in the end, I love Aliens. It's my favorite action, sci-fi. It's one of my favorite movies ever. And I'm sorry to say I'm going to take the choice away from Brian, but it's going to be aliens. No punting here. But we still want to hear what Brian has to say. I think we got it right. I love Die Hard. Uh, I, I do watch it at least annually. I got to watch it for a Christmas movie, if nothing else, because it's freaking Die Hard. Um. But James Cameron, uh, he proved that a sequel can be every bit as good as the original. And just, he, he changed Hollywood with this. Um, 
Stephen had it right after after the 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 brilliant the that that pulsing uh, motion detector where it slowly cranked up faster and faster and you felt your heart rate going right along with it from that point on your heart net your heart rate was was just pounding the whole way through uh it's action it's an action thriller uh whereas alien the original was a was a horror thriller this is an action thriller and uh pour one out for the Sulaco and the crew. And I do want to point out that our winner of the action bracket was the only film to have a female lead, which I think is kind of fucking awesome because Ellen Ripley goddamn deserved it. Cause she is the action hero of the eighties action movies. It's aliens. Let's fucking do this. Aliens is your winner your champion in the action portion of the best 80s movie bracket. That was a wild ride, y'all. <laughs> that, that's fit. It's so fitting, though. Like I'm, I'm happy with how this played out, but huh. what a first recording, guys. What a first recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, top that, other people. <laughs> also, you hear that, Disney? Bring back Alien Encounter, please. Bring oh. back Alien Encounter. Bring back oh. Alien, but make it about Alien. Yeah. Make it about actual alien. Like, give me the give me the right. alien queen. They do own it now. Oh, they do. they do. They do. Hold on. Does that mean the alien queen's female babies are not Disney princesses? <laughs> no, because those are all male. Oh well, they're princes. I would argue that Ellen Ripley is a Disney fucking princess. There we go. Oh, there yes. <laughs> well, we have our champion. It's aliens. I'm Marissa. I've been your host. I'm going to throw it over to Chris to wrap it up here and give you all the deets on where to find us on socials. Um, y'all, it, it, first, I hope this isn't the first episode of this you've listened to, because if so, you missed a lot of the a lot of the the discourse and the the debate that we had in episode one. Go back and listen to it, even though you now know how it ends. Uh, but we've got 16, no, 15, 16 actual more brackets tied into the best 80s movie bracket. Two of them. In the comedy region alone, there's a lot more of these best 80s movie brackets coming. And at the end of this all, we're putting them all, all, all 16 winners of these brackets into one bracket to pick what the best 80s movie of all time is. Aliens has now cashed its check into the final two recordings. We're going to see which ones come up next. Uh, I think next, don't hold me to this. I think next we're jumping into horror. I think we're jumping into the horror movies next. We're going to have another group of panelists on to discuss that. We got every, something for everybody. Kids, young adult, animation, uh, romance, drama, the whole nine. Sports, thrillers, the whole nine. All those 80s movies that you love are coming. If you enjoy what we do here at the Boozy Bracketology Podcast and you've got the financial means to do so, head on over to ptebb.com slash, oh no, sorry, patreon.com slash ptebb or ptebb.com slash patreon both those links work now hashtag thank you jeff but you can go there and you can support the show uh we are fortunate to have a, a number of people who like to support us on a regular basis that allows us to keep bringing this content to you every single month not only here on the boozy bracketology podcast but our sister podcast the pub trivia experience 
Uh, check the show notes for all of our information, including our Discord server and our Facebook group. We hope to see you over there. Marissa, back to you. Yeah. And remember, you can always find us on Facebook and Instagram at uh, Boozy Bracketology. We are Boozy Brackets on Twitter because character limits. We're used to those. though. We, we all have severe character limitations. That too. <laughs> no, we're all great. We love it. We're perfect. I've lost my train of thought. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Marissa. I've been your host. I'm Brian. I'm Chris. Oh, it's my turn. Oh, uh, I have to go back and see if the Atlanta Falcons will let me play for them again. But they just drafted B. John Robinson, so probably not. <laughs> I've been Steven. And today I'm glad to be John. <laughs> Thank you for joining us all for the action portion of the best 80s movie bracket. Have a great night, everyone. The official stance of the podcast is that Timmy D is the best James Bond.